Wait, where's my... Oh, okay, my Celsius is here. Thank God. <laughs> we ready for this? Ready. All right. Talking all things real estate, fitness, and lifestyle. This is Selling Sunrise, your go-to podcast. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Selling Sunrise, episode five. We're so glad you're back with us. If you guys didn't hear last week's episode, we went on a speed date with each other. We all speed dated, and uh, we want to know if you guys did anything exciting or fun for your Valentines, or if you did listen to our last episode, we would love to know if you guys use any of our questions on one of your first dates or speed dates with anybody you, you know went on a date with we would love to hear oh yeah it's a great feedback. way to get to know somebody a hundred percent i mean our questions were definitely ridiculous and you probably didn't use them and uh that's okay but <laughs> you can tell a lot about a person by those questions so you might you know they weren't too bad no. no but i don't know if somebody like on their first date would be like would you rather sext your mom or <laughs> or, or send depends. a nude to your ex? you know it depends maybe depends if- it's an icebreaker though. yeah you know what i mean so it's true depends what they're you know game plan is for the night yeah yeah, yeah that's true do, do you want to like go ahead and send a nude to your ex we could do that together that'd be a really fun <laughs> hey, first people date. like people are into that shit you know so. what you just never know you literally never know nowadays <laughs> no. no if you are that person we would love for you to comment and let us know about your weird texting photo photo fetishes photo. do we do we want to open i don't know yeah. i don't, I don't I want, know then we'll start getting re- weird requests no open that pandora's box i want to hear oh about Lord. all your dirty dirty secrets oh gosh we could you know what we need we need an anonymous um where people anonymously tell us like their dirtiest dirtiest stuff and then we just we give it to the world do fun. you have you looked at the porn categories yeah like i mean you I want to open wait, this up wait a second we don't want the video we just want we the, don't want the video we just want the story I know, but where do you, I mean, you're like, I still are, don't. Yeah, these people are doing the, not saying these people. Okay, we all have our all weird of things, out yeah. there. I mean, there's, there's yeah. some taboo shit. Well, mm-hmm. we would love to hear it. If all. we do that, we have to have a podcast on it. So, for yes. sure. You guys need to probably we'll take up just a whole episode. Yeah. Give us the yeah. content. And the best part is they won't know. Nobody will know who it is, but mm-hmm. that person will know. And they'll be like, yeah, that's me. That was my they'll life. That's so special. Yeah. They get off on that shit. Yeah. 100%. All right, we got you guys. Speaking of, so <laughs> this is a great story for all of you. Um, if you've ever been invited to a stranger's home. So mm-hmm. this is what happened to me, guys, this two days ago. I was going around the neighborhood, my neighborhood, and there's this really cool house like on the corner mm-hmm. that I always see. And in Virginia Beach, there's these houses that kind of have really high, like above the garage, it like angles straight up, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? It just goes directly up. And you're like, what kind of layout is that? Like, you always wonder what's kind of going on in some mm-hmm. that type of house. And so um, they had a roofer there. And this guy, I'm not kidding you, I'm walking the dogs down on the street. This guy, I mean, he's just way up there. Like, mm-hmm. I can't read like anything on the on, roof. Yeah, I can't read anything on his shirt. Apparently, he read Wisconsin across mine, like from far away. He's like, "Hey, Wisconsin!" I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, what? "How can you see that?" He's like, probably sixty he's years just old like or something, hanging out on his roof. Well, he was roofing their house, like fixing oh, the roof. Okay. Yeah. In my mind, I just saw a random strange guy <laughs> standing out on, on his, his roof. roof. Yeah, and I was like. I have this whole scenario in my head already. All right. Sorry about that. Um, No, he was fixing the roof. (laughs) And so he literally was like, oh, Wisconsin, like I'm from Green Bay. Well, he's like all the way up there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, great to hear it. You know, (laughs) nice to meet you. And so then I had a good idea where I'm like, you know, I airdrop my business card a lot. I was like, why don't I go ask them if they not airdrop? But I was like, why don't I go give them my card Mm -hmm. since they're here and say, hey, if you have business to bring me, awesome. And then vice versa, you know if you guys reach out to me then you know i can send business your way for roofing Mm -hmm. whatever but then the owner comes out and i have penny with me at the time just penny and so (laughs) she's just chilling she's sitting there listening to me just talk to these people and the owner comes out and he's like hi and i'm like hello like he's ready to talk and i'm like awesome like i'm glad he like doesn't mind me being his driveway whatever then he's like <laughs> having small talk with me and I was like, yeah, I love your home. Like I've always wondered what it looks like on the inside just because, you know, I'm a realtor. I'm always curious about the layouts and things like that. And he goes, well, come inside. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like big change. I was like, well, I have my dog. And he was like, no problem. Come on. 
come on. His wife comes out. She's like, come on, let's go. She's from like Long Island. So the dog, um, I put her out back and she was like, make sure the gate isn't open on the other side. And she's like, okay, it's all good. It's all good. Well, the contractors were there. So they were going in and out of the backyard. And for some reason, subconsciously, I was thinking like, this is not going to be good. And so I put her back there and she's just running around at first. And I go inside the house and I like, you know, they were great people. So I'm Mm -hmm. not, they they were great. But at first, if random people invite you into your home, you're kind of just like going to keep your back. Did you have a the comb wall. knife? Did you have a comb <laughs> yeah, knife? Nothing okay. on me. But you want to like, you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're always kind of like, why did they invite me in? Is this mm-hmm. a death scenario or is this like a, just come see our layout scenario? Oh, <laughs> they were so nice in the end, but even, I was in there for like 15 minutes. They were just so like, this is our master bedroom. This is our upstairs. I was like, wow. And the house was gorgeous on the inside. It was really, really beautiful. So then we get outside and sure enough, Penny's gone. He goes, oh no, the gate might be open. I was like, I cannot do this day. I mean, random people's houses, my dog's lost. I'm like, this day is just interesting. Sure enough, she like had taken off a little bit, but all I said was, Penny, want to go on a walk? She came right back. I'm so lucky because mm-hmm. she will take off into the woods. She'll run across the streets. Oh. I mean, she loves squirrels and yeah. we're by the campground anyways. So she would just take off, mm-hmm. but just quite the scenario, right? That's to crazy. go from just, hey, here's my business card. So if you ever need anything. I was because I'm like, okay, now I'm in their house. I like their layout. Should I yeah. talk about real estate? And then I'm like, wait, my dog's outside. Is she lost? Oh, she is. Crazy. That's crazy. So wait, I have a funny story because I just thought of this just now when you said this whole thing. Uh-huh. It was like a year ago and um, this guy I was talking to at the time, like I had been drinking the whole day. So let's just preference this. So then we were like sitting on the beach and this random couple comes out and they're like, they've got to be around like my parents age. Right. And they're really drunk. You can tell. And they're drinking like espresso martinis. And like, we started to talk to them and they're like, come on over, like come over for dinner. And I like looked at (laughs) this guy and I was like, should we do it? And he's like, yeah, it's free dinner. And I was like, all right, let's go. So we go in and it's like, oh, we're no. on like Chick's Beach oh, and it's God. a really nice condo. Oh, cool. They made us like the best homemade dinner. And they were like, yeah, we don't have our kids here. So like, I guess we stepped in okay. as like their kids. He turned out to be like a, an appraiser. Oh, okay. It was the weirdest thing. We were there. We They were making us martinis. So they didn't have other standards or uh, stipulations No, we were like, they literally the just want to make it nice people. It wow. was so fucking weird. I mean, we got really fucked up. It. and that We was got it. really fucked up. We, wow. take, we took alcohol for free, food for free, and we dipped. That's yeah, nice. it was the strangest thing. I think That's we even really got, cool yeah, though. well, we took it. Uber have you ever done business whatever. with them? Nope. Nope. Yeah. So on that note... Um, <laughs> 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 so we're going to get a little bit more serious with you guys this week because um, we want to talk about burnout because we have been feeling it lately. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much me as much as you guys lately, but, um, you know, burnout can come in many different um, varieties. So you could have work burnout be fitness burnout. It could just be family burnout, whatever it may be. You just may feel overwhelmed in a category of your life and not know how to handle the stressors of it. And so we just kind of want to talk about it more in an overall sense today, but we're going to start with, of course, real estate, um, just kind of touch on like stories. I think Kendall's going to share a big one with us mm-hmm. um, because there's just some stresses that really go into real estate. If you guys are in the field, um, you understand that you can go from having you know, zero transactions one month and that can be stressful and you could be working overtime just to make sure you catch up and can get a transaction for the next two months. Or it could be that you have six deals in one month and you're doing so much paperwork, so many showings that you're also so overwhelmed by that aspect mm-hmm. that you can't even think clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's scary. I mean, you, you feel like you said it perfectly yesterday. You get like delirious, like you're grinding so hard that you don't even that's all you know mm-hmm. at the time. And I, okay, I don't know. I guess I can just tell the story now, but yeah, dive right I would, in. I would but, say it. um, It's pretty important, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just important. Like I learned from it to just take like reset days for yourself and just to kind of like take, you know, schedule time out for yourself throughout the day. But that's extremely important. And I've learned that and I've implemented it. But two it was like December of 2021. Um, that was my, the end of my first year technically in real estate. And I was on Zillow. This was like my second month with Zillow. And I was, I, and that's like also the same month where I had six contracts in 24 hours. Of yeah, she was killing it. I was killing it, but I was also like, you can ask anybody in this office. 
I looked like a psychopath. Like I looked <laughs> you were like busy. I was just running around, but it was all also like the exp- like just my <laughs> dead behind the eyes. Yeah, I I mean, <laughs> I was just always on the go and I just felt like I was always just like caffeinated every hour, yeah. like just not thinking anything but real estate. Yep. And I was running all over the place and then there was this one day where I was on my way to a showing and yeah, it was like this waterfront property in Portsmouth or something. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. I was on my way there. It was like a monsoon outside. And I was just so like, I'm already like an energetic person, but I was just so like, all right, let's go. Got to get there. And I got a car accident. And it was just one of those things that it was completely my fault. It was, I I just don't even know. Like I wasn't even thinking. Know. It's like one yeah. of those times when you drive you home drunk. and then you get home and you're like, how did I even get yes. here? Yeah. Yes. She even it said that she didn't have the music on. And like for us, like music is like my only way I get in the car. Yeah. When and you guys so, said that yesterday, I didn't have the music on. When we talked about that and you were like, if you don't have the music on, that's not a good sign. And right. I like looked and I was like, Fuck. Think about it. Your happiest, at least for me, my happiest moments are like, or like when I'm a little bit relaxed, maybe moving a lot. I have mm-hmm. music on. Like it gets me, keeps me going. I'm happy, whatever. If I don't have music on, that means you've like locked in. You know, you're mm-hmm. getting from A to B and you've got to get shit done. And it's like you, so, you're running on your thoughts literally yeah. to get there. And it was just scary. And I think everyone goes, Kendall, like kind of like calm down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, honestly, it wasn't even like me being late. It was just me just yeah. always on the go. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those things I wasn't thinking. Right. And it's just really important for you to like step back and just take that time for yourself, which that, that all last year I remember doing it and it helped tremendously. Right. Well, it's like, because you can't even, yeah, you, you're so busy, but then like you can't even be in the moment because you have all these deadlines mm-hmm. you have to exactly. like meet. So it's like, you're like sitting there and you're like, oh my God, I need to do this. Oh my mm-hmm. God, I have this. Oh, like, you know, you know, you just, it's like, you can't even stop to take a break because some of these things, I mean, they're legal contracts or, yeah. you know, you like make money. Yeah. yeah. And, and you make money. So yeah. of course, you know, but you can't turn your brain off because let's Mm-mm. say, let's say you have four contracts like going, right. You could have one being, maybe you just dealt with the home inspection that day. Well, now you need to write the repairs that you want fixed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's one thing you have to do. But if that, you know, let's say you also have somebody trying to buy at the same time. So you did four showings that day, mm-hmm. maybe from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Well, now you have to write that PICRA, the repairs, by what, 4 p.m.? So now you're writing that, and then you have to talk to your buyer about it. So that could take till 6 p.m. And then on top of it, your other new buyer that you just got or something, Mm -hmm. they could be um, sending you more properties that they want to see tomorrow at 7 and 8 o'clock because they just got off of work. So it can be a never-ending thing some days. Mm -hmm. And so it is really hard. The one thing I've never really understood with real estate yet is a schedule. And there are times that, yeah, you can start getting a schedule mm-hmm. or like time out things in your day, but more so than you not, like you block out your day. Exactly. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. got to be a block because it can change so rapidly. It's not like having a nine to five job where you're just like, okay, I get up, That's I let my dog seven. out, I eat my breakfast, I go to work, I get home by five, you know, and things happen at work. It's, I get up and it could hit me right away. It could not hit me till 2 p.m. It could not mm-hmm. hit me till 5 p.m., but then I could be yeah. going till midnight. Like, it's all over the it's place like for today. Like I was like, okay, today is going to be a chill day. Cause I've been so busy. And I was like, then this morning, I mean, it's great. I'm so happy, mm-hmm. but then like deals are coming in. So I'm like, okay, well, looks like I'm going plan. to be at my desk the rest of the day. Oh, I got to go do a showing, you yep, know, yeah. like Valentine's day. I was sitting here and like everyone in the office was gone and I had to do like a PICRA. I had to get in an offer. I had another like offer going. I was negotiating. Like, it's just, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And you, you cannot leave it for the next day because right. Because mm-hmm. sometimes the deadline yeah. too. Yeah, like again, you really deadlines. Mm-hmm. And so we're not saying don't work hard <laughs> because no, real estate, you do have to And we're to grateful grind. and we love to grind. Yeah, yeah. but there's going to be times where- When like, is it too much? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like Kendall's experience, like that car accident was a very serious wake mm-hmm. up call of like, okay, maybe I should have delegated something or just taken a breather that day. Yeah. So if you are feeling that with the market right now, especially because, you know, now it's a weird time where- you know, buyers are buying, sellers are selling, but it's slowed down. And so if you're just feeling like kind of overwhelmed in that sense, because maybe you're, you're, you have money burnout, like you mm-hmm. feel like financially you're not as doing as much as you did, you know, just remember why you're doing something at the end of the day, because I feel like that's where I'm at right now is I feel burnt out because I slowed down because 
my cancer mm-hmm. <laughs> last year. I mean, I really took that time off and I'm kind of pissed I did or like had to just because I really feel behind and I never felt behind as a realtor mm-hmm. before. So I'm just adjusting. Um, but I feel that different sense of burnout right now. It's the opposite. It's that I feel slow. I feel like I, I don't know where to go necessarily. And I'm doing all the You're things like I know yourself pretty much. Yeah. Like, I always repeat to myself is I can't even tell you how many times a day it's temporary. It's temporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's temporary. Yes. You know, like everything that we deal with is temporary, but I guess like what Just we're trying to, to see off. is you don't even have to be an agent, but mm-hmm. like, however if yeah if you're good at like managing stress or you know if you have like a very intense like demanding job and you you have something that can help us you know like some way to like manage I know you're supposed to set boundaries and stuff but like do Mm -hmm. boundaries actually like Mm I don't know it's hard Mm -hmm. I feel like it's it's hard it's yeah so I guess what are some of the things that you guys do to help with burnout like personally workout workout like I just, out. I mean, sex. <laughs> recharge for me for sure. Sex and working out. But go but back to our last episode if you don't know what we're talking about. about I honestly, I mean, I think about that too. Though blocking out that time, I if I don't work out that day, I just feel like I didn't check one thing off my list for me. Like that's how I think about it. But if I don't do it, I'm like in a bad mood. If mm-hmm. I and that's why I had to like. I'm and I'm terrible right now because of the puppy, but going in the morning and getting it done right away. That That's way I, I have like all the day mm-hmm. for real estate. And it's the best time. You're not guilt tripping yourself. Yeah. You didn't go. Yeah. I just started doing that. And I feel like it's such a weight. Cause it's like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I have this and this and this and this. And then I'm like, oh my God, after that I have to go to the gym. And I'm like, yeah. no, I don't, you yeah. know, you mm-hmm. already know you did it. That is a good thing yeah. I say with real estate, unless you have really something to get done, like first thing in the morning. Um, typically, I mean, most people aren't looking at homes until at least I would say minimum ten a.m. ish, mm-hmm. eleven, unless yeah, it's like maybe Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless it's Saturday or something. So yeah, I mean, I'd say block wise to if you need something as like a stress reliever, the gym in the mm-hmm. morning. Yeah. Your best bet. If you wait yeah. till the afternoon, you're usually screwed. Like, yeah. I'll go, if I miss the morning and I have to go at like 5 p.m. or something, I'm usually getting a call from Zillow or from a client mm-hmm. being like, "Hey, I'm ready to go get pre-approved." Uh, crap, you you're know, just yeah. like drained <laughs> from the day, and you're just like, I yeah, don't. you don't have a good workout, and then you're pissed at yourself, and you're like, "Fuck, that yeah. was that was pointless. I could have went and did a showing." Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and from a circadian rhythm, so my fitness brain's coming out. <laughs> um, from your circadian rhythms of when you wake up, when you go to bed, it is just the best time to work mm-hmm. out. I did like a blog on it, I think a year ago on how it's like, it just mentally you're most prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you need to work out at whatever time works for you yeah. the best. I mean, some people love the nighttime and that's great, mm-hmm. but it, it is proven that still the morning is going to oh, be the best time. Bed. I wish like the only thing I can't move around is my pole classes. They're all like usually at night. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So, right. but I feel like that's my time. Cause they don't really let you have like, I mean, you can have your phones out to like record and stuff, but um, I just try to like, I'm like, Lindsay, this is like your hour, yes. like whatever needs to be done after you have your laptop right here. Mm-hmm. You can go like before so you take another class. I know the other day in between classes, I was sitting there like, like typing oh, away. Computer? Oh computer, my God. And they were yes. like, uh, Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> like I just have to get this in right, right now. It was important. Yeah. yeah. So there's some stuff, but like I try to, I really try to like put my phone down and like just concentrate on what I'm doing because there's nothing else I could possibly think of while I'm trying to do that shit. Right. So yeah, I guess that's a great question for all of you out there. If you have any like boundary tips, if you have like a very stressful job or just like even with, so like same thing going back to fitness, um, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you have any boundary ideas or if you have any like stress relievers that you really recommend besides just like obviously fitness, like I know some people like to meditate in the morning. Um, some people, I don't know. Some people listen to honestly like screamo music. Like they'll do the opposite Ugh. of what you would think, right? Like blast music. I do my that mom. sometimes. Really? My what? mom? Yeah. No way. Yeah, she's an agent too. I think I've mentioned that. But yeah, she listens to like not maybe not screamo, but like hard rock. Like that's what she I listens love to in her your car. Mom. I haven't oh met gosh. her yet, but I love her. She's so cute and like nice. It's so funny. Like I could just see her like rolling up to her client's house. But now she, I feel like she's in this like because she got both of her hips replaced. Like. Oh. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, and I think she just has this like new attitude of life. Like she doesn't give a fuck. Like yeah. she's not stressed out. So I'll call her and I'll be like freaking out like every day about something. And she's just like, eh. 
just roll with it that's awesome make sure your client's happy close it but like then i could see her like with her like driving and like her screamo like you know it's it's pretty funny (laughs) like she's super chill but then she's like (gasps) yeah that must be like her yeah she'll like put it on and like have her bath at the end of the night so she has her rituals that she does i love that so speaking of also things for burnout you have like fitness burnout so Mm -hmm. We were also going to talk to you guys today about just like some of our, I would, we'll just call it eating disorder situations mm-hmm. that we've been through. Um, I think almost all women go through them. So this is like going off of burnout because I feel like almost all women have this sense of like dieting at some point in their life, whether it's, you know, you feel too thin um, and you're trying to gain weight or you feel like you just couldn't eat because you always felt overweight and just uncomfortable in your own skin, whatever it may be. I just feel like we've all been through it. Am I right? Like what girl have you ever talked to that even if she hasn't told you outright has fought it? I mean, Mm -hmm. we have so much like pressure in Mm -hmm. society and they like look a certain way. Right. I mean, now I feel like it's kind of more like, like, you know, it's like people want to be curvy and stuff for the first time, Mm -hmm. but still there's like that pressure that's like, They'll keep up on it. You can be curvy, but yeah, yeah. Especially nowadays. I mean, about look at us. We're like, what did we say last week? Like bow and lip. Like we're like lip filler, Botox. Like you know, I still definitely want the natural look, but it's still important to me. And you know, doesn't have to be, but it is. And Mm -hmm. you know, it's just part of society and our human nature to want to stay looking good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so with that. you know, we just were going to talk about a little bit of our burnouts when it comes to dieting and things such as like Lindsay has competed in a bikini show before and she had a, I'm going to say awful experience, honestly. Right. Like, yeah, I don't think, well, I, I think before you do some of those shows and they say it, like if you have had a passive an eating disorder, not a good idea. Right. And I struggled with it. Like I remember when it started too, because like with skating, I remember like when I was in middle school and stuff, like I used to think like thicker legs were so pretty on a girl. Like I couldn't wait. You would have loved me. (laughs) I couldn't wait to like get curvy. You know what I mean? But then like when I started skating, it was like, oh, like that's gross. Like you need really skinny legs. So I always hated my legs. Like Mm. I like up until probably I want to say like this past year, I actually feel like good in my skin, Mm. but it was always the same way. Yeah, I always was like so critical, Mm -hmm. so fucking critical on myself. And so that kind of started like the whole eating disorder. Like I remember me and, you know, my best friend would brag like how, like how little we ate that day. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like, you know, I only, I only ate this this morning. It's like, what the fuck? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And like even our coaches would be like, notice we gained a little weight or, you know, like, yeah, it's it was crazy. crazy. So then when I went to shows, it got really bad because we would get weighed in every week. So like we oh. get weighed in on Sunday. So I want to say like Friday night, I would literally stop eating. I would just like have liquids. And like, I remember this one week in particular, um, I had lost like, I want to say maybe like 10 kilos. I think it was closer to 10 kilos or maybe it was like 10 pounds. I forgot I what it was. I was going to say that'd be 20 pounds. Okay. Week. Okay. No, five <laughs> kilos. So I, was, okay. I had lost that okay. in like a week and a half. Okay. Cause I got really sick. So I like weighed in and she looks at me and she goes, your legs are big. And I was like, wow. I literally was like speechless. And I was like, cause if we, whatever we weighed in at when we first got there, if we went over it, we'd get fined. No, I, I swear to God. Was this in Columbia or just here? This isn't in Columbia, but this is like shows in general. Like that this is, is so, how, yeah. I didn't, and yeah, they would I give me like, like that's that. why. I mean, that's really like one of the main things. What made me quit the last time was because it was like, like when I went to the Mexico show, they never weighed us in, and they were like pretty like okay with it. And I naturally like I got so skinny in Mexico. Like uh-huh. I came back like really tiny, but they never weighed me in. Nothing was ever said. But then like Colombia, like. I had, I think, like, two months in between those shows, so I, like, put on a whole bunch of weight because I was just drinking and, like, eating because I had just restricted so much. So then, like, when I went to Columbia, they were just, like, so critical of me. Like, every day was something else. Like, I was fat. I had big legs. They had somebody that would, like, sit in the front row and take pictures, like, the most unflattering pictures and send them to, to, like, the manager or the owner. 
Yes. I would have thought for, I mean, That's ice skaters sick. usually are, yeah, thinner, I would say, but like, I did I not think, think about it was the weigh in. I didn't know they Yeah, did we that. get weighed in. Yeah. Even in Disney, um, I don't know if it's still like this or whatever, but like, whatever you come like in as, you can't, like, you can't fluctuate like too, like, you know, yeah. smaller or bigger. Like, they want you to stay like wow. how they. And you would actually get fined. So, but it, what's crazy is a woman's body, like we really fluctuate, fluctuate and mm-hmm. weight a ton. Yeah. So it's like, how do you really, that so like every impossible. Sunday, I just remember like, I would just be so nervous. Cause I'm like, and at that time, like to be totally transparent, like I was doing, I was living in Columbia. I was doing a lot of extracurriculars. I was partying a lot. Yeah. And I, like I I was not eating. Mm-hmm. I was just, whatever I could do to not eat, I would do it. Cause yeah. I was just like so scared of that Which it was horrible so they'd have a book and they'd come out and she'd yell out your weight too oh. and write it down oh yeah you'd God. have to do it in front of everybody wow so um yeah that was like pretty pretty traumatic that would cause burnout in me for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like i'm sick of this yeah so then like i just never have had like a good relationship with food um that made it way worse and then when i competed um it, I mean, just it brought just it all brought, back up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it brought like it all up, and it was just like my post show because I didn't reverse diet like you're supposed to, so you're slowly supposed to add in foods, right. and they were just like, whatever you do, like do not eat sugar on show day. Like you're gonna, your body which just isn't true. Which is, it's so crazy because your body is so starving mm-hmm. that you're just like, I would eat like I'm not even, I'm not exaggerating and it's disgusting to say, but I would eat like two jars of peanut butter a day. I would eat everything because I was so like tiny yeah, and so like just deprived. like I, deprived. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. I think that was like for like a maybe like two months, like my ex that was in New York, like poor guy, because I was just like. I would constantly take like videos and like pictures of myself, like look at myself and be like, oh my God, like I'm gaining weight and send them to people and be like, do I look like fatter? Like yeah. it was, I couldn't do anything. I was like the worst thing ever. Yeah. And it took me months to come out of that. Wow. And then I think like the pandemic hit and I came back here and it was still like that. And I, I tried to go and diet again and like do another show and it was like my body was just like well that's when you even turned to me because you even asked me for like a meal plan and I was like I don't really do meal plans anymore because I noticed that in fitness like so many girls grew up so so hard on themselves already and I put a lot of pressure on myself as well between Mm -hmm. baton twirling and all that that it was like wow you don't realize that you know, I think there needs to be structure and understanding of your foods, mm-hmm. but sometimes you don't need a meal plan. From what yeah, you've been through, it's, like, it's probably hurting you a lot more than it's yeah, helping you. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, yeah, it was, it was bad for like a while. That's why I would say like it had to have been maybe like a year ago because when I got into real estate the first year, I was just again like on that party like drinking all the time and I wasn't taking care of my body and I gained like a shit ton of weight for me I mean I know I never have you know like I didn't look bad but I'm saying like I felt bad and feel like you're huge yeah Yeah. and so like then I started focusing on like nourishment and like Mm -hmm. that and I'll just never like put myself in a position where I'm like on a diet I never say that I just say like focus on nourishment whatever makes me feel good I do it I don't restrict things unless it's like my body doesn't handle it you know but um I try to reconfigure the word diet to help my clients not stress out and get burnt out in that sense because I think we grew up with the word diet always meaning a diet right yeah. like we feel like it means that we're restricting yeah. that's what it and the minute like. you put the that label on it I always had problems with binging mm-hmm. like yep. I remember when I was in New York when I was coming out of the show I was reading this book called brain over binge or something okay and it really helped me like seriously like because I was in it was such a dark place because it was like I felt so like alone and like just like disgusted at myself and and I was still like mind you I was still tiny like when I was going through this and so I was reading on the subway and this girl like asked me like what the name was called and um, she like kind of shared with me and then she was like, I don't know why I just told you that. Cause she was like saying she'd been struggling. So I like gave her the book when oh. I got off the subway oh, nice. and like, I think I put my card cause I was, I was training at yeah. the time. So I had like a, my personal training card and I put it in there and she texted me like how much it like helped her and stuff. But like, it's a real, like mm-hmm. it's yeah. a really hard thing. And like a lot of times you don't know when someone's struggling with it. Cause it's very like, 
you keep it hidden. Like yeah. I would like eat a whole bunch and then like go and throw it away. Mm-hmm. Like trying mm-hmm. in, in like a different garbage can. Cause yep. I didn't want people to know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. We're going through like, it was like very shameful. I've done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it was hard like to hide that in New York. And my ex saw that oh, and yeah. he was just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. You know? Like we didn't, and it, you know, we weren't having sex, like nothing, because I was so obsessed. Goes down too. I, with yeah, your libido, and that's yeah. another thing. When you compete, Hormones. your libido is so low. I lost my cycle for like months and yep. months at a time. Same. Yep. It was. I mean, that shit is. It's no joke. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why I try to like restructure the word I, when I tell my clients they're dieting. I try to remind them in a sense of like this is nutritional like mm-hmm. that is your diet plan so mm-hmm. i have to restructure it because i want people to get away from the fear of the word because it's not a fearful world word diet literally means like what you eat exactly mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. mean what you restrict mm-hmm. <laughs> and people need to realize that but we just we grew up with this notion of it so i try to get my clients to realize that it's not a scary thing but more so this is just the way you're eating like what's your diet like today and then they're like oh, well, I ate this, this, this. And I'm like, great, that sounds like a good day, even if it was Chipotle or something. I try not to be like, oh, I can't believe you ate that because that's not the goal. My goal is to guide you and make you understand because I went through that. I was shameful of myself for a long time, Mm -hmm. Um, especially my, so my path was I played sports my whole life. Mm And I had the bigger legs. I hated my legs. I would sit in my room and cry because I was like five, seven by eighth grade. I was bigger than all like my girlfriends and I Mm -hmm. had muscle mass on me by the age of like, I don't know, nine. Like I just felt big always. I was as tall as my third grade teacher. Like, yeah, I just, I did not like it. So I always felt just so uncomfortable. And then my legs were bigger. And then in, you know, like I would say middle school time, it was like, you know, thunder thighs and all that. So then it makes you feel a little bit weird about yourself. But I always came off very like confident, like, oh, it doesn't bother me. Like they're my strong suit, blah, blah, blah. But it did. And then as soon as sports kind of ended for me around the senior year, my senior year and going into college, I was lost. If you've played sports your whole life, you feel like it was like that was my lowest point I literally started binging I did not know like my friendships were kind of like fading away in a sense because we were about to move on to college and everything I felt so lost in my life and I gained so much weight that I didn't even realize until I look back at those photos but I didn't know where to turn that was my everything yeah. and so I turned to food and it was like such a sad sad it's point lonely mm-hmm. yeah and if you think about our um like all our sports growing up, like I talked about, I think on one of our first podcasts, you know, men play sports to put a show on. And I don't mean like how we put on a show, like with cheerleading, baton twirling, mm-hmm. ice skating. It's more like to put on like an aggressive show, right? Like it's like tackle football. It's like something like that or like fighting. Like UFC is huge. We love mm-hmm. UFC, yeah. but it's about being men like yes. in the cage, right? And so most girls sports were all about appearance growing up. Baton twirling, like mm-hmm. I said, you don't smile. That's deduction. You obviously drop the baton. That's a deduction. Yeah. You don't have the right uniform. You don't look, you know, there's mm-hmm. all these details. Your hair is falling out, whatever it may be. Same with ice skating. I know it's about appearance. Can't be a flyer. Cheerleading. Too big. Right. Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. So we do have this, whether I like to say it or not, because I don't want, I don't want all women to feel like, woe is me because of it, because it's a good thing to care about your appearance. Mm -hmm. It's another thing when you grow up only thinking about your appearance. Mm -hmm. It just takes away from like your, your life. You know what I mean? Like how many times have you not went somewhere or like, you know, like you, cause you feel fat or you don't like the way you look that day or, you know, it's just like really sad. There's never a guy that's like, I, no, I'm not going to say yeah, that. There, there probably are some guys, is. But, I know that like guys yeah. go through their shit too. Right. But, but majority, like, I'd feel like. Yeah. You know, they well, got the dad bod and they're like, yeah, I look good today. Like self-conscious of their skinny legs, you know, where <laughs> yeah, we yeah, don't want, like we want, you know, yeah. but it's just sad. Like when I look back at some of the stuff and I'm like, holy fuck, like I lost like, like I could have been doing this and I was instead crying about, you know, right, you like, on happy moments. So now I like focus. I'm like, if I feel that like a certain type of way that day, I'm like, Lindsay, like let's practice gratitude with your body. Mm-hmm. Like think your, you know, your body does so much for you every day, like yeah. more than like a lot of people's do. And mm-hmm. you put it through hell. Like let's just, you know, yeah. like focus on like good things rather than 
what I used to do it was just spiral. So crazy the fact like that I like I said I could just picture when it all happened because I used to like not really be like concerned about like I said I wanted like thicker legs I like the curvier look and then yeah. like literally they just it totally got like fucked when they were like no you need skinny legs right. and you need to look like this and and two like, thousands was about that time remember like Paris Hilton and all of them it was about being double yeah. zero yeah and now I was gonna zero. now I feel like people are very like curvy and it's like accepted yeah. and celebrated and you know all these things but yeah. there is that like hourglass shape still to this mm. day that you know I mean yeah is a thing and I think I have an unpopular opinion because I don't a lot of girls want all shapes and sizes, right? Which is true. We all have different shapes mm -hmm. and sizes that needs to be celebrated 100%. But at the same time, I do still like the sense of leveling up. So I want something to achieve still. And what I mean by that is always putting work into myself. Same. So I don't, sure, we probably push like, makeup and bodies and stuff still too much to this day of like being skinny or like being too perfect whatever but mm -hmm. at the same time I do like a sense of like make me try a little bit harder give me but something I think it should I be up. it shouldn't be like um you shouldn't have to do that because you feel fat you should want to do that because it's good for your body yeah. not like I'm restricting because I have a gut <laughs> like I'm exactly I am not eating certain foods because you know like it's not good for my health uh-huh not good for my blood sugar it's not good you know like I just think that that kind That's of conversation 100%. needs to be because it, it also shouldn't be the other way around where like oh I'm you know like this person is bigger and we should celebrate them but they're really unhealthy right mm -hmm. like yeah exactly it's that's hard. when I, yeah, it is a very hard subject for a lot of people because it's like, that's where you need to meet because just like we say the person who's overweight and eating like shit mm -hmm. isn't taking care of themselves. Well, what about the double zero girl who hasn't eaten in a week? Right. Mm -hmm. I think we forget that we see her and we go, okay, all right, that's fine. You know, she's going to be a model. Great mm -hmm. for her. But she on the inside is killing herself. So yeah. she is dying. But then on the other hand, we're yelling at the people who are overweight and eating bad. And it's like, wait a second, we need to nurture both sides so that yeah. they all feel good right yeah. because if you know if we're only slandering the girls who feel bigger and uncomfortable in their own skin that's only going to make them probably drive further away instead of the other way right so yeah. you need to nurture people's hearts rather than just like their appearance yeah. yeah I just think the intent behind things should be like more we should think more like health yeah, hundred percent. And that, you know. I mean, our head obviously comes from a personal trainer aspect. We've seen so many different people come in and out that you also see it from that aspect. You're like, okay, well, you know, I'm I'm trying to teach you health and true workouts, not just to lose weight. And that's right. a good trainer for mm -hmm. you as somebody who's not just like, okay, let's lose five pounds because you need it. You know, do yeah. do you need it? You know, yeah. or do or you do need you to get diets muscle? like for thirty days because you need something that like you can maintain sustainable, over time. Yeah. sustainable. Yeah. That's why it's like the minute you restrict, all these bad habits come back in. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. Like I heard a, a really good trainer one time in New York say she focuses on adding things in instead. Yes. Like okay you know she had a client that wanted Wendy's every day and she's like okay can you just order a side salad like to go with your meal and then like it slowly turned into okay we're not gonna get fries we'll just get chicken and then exactly. salad and then it graduated into like okay I don't want to eat that anymore because mm -hmm. I feel like once you have your body in like a more like you're Healthy feeding state. it you mm -hmm. know right and you're you're fueling your body and you're doing the good things you just feel so good that you want to keep doing them mm -hmm. that's that's funny because that's actually something I had to I have to get across to a lot of clients because they don't know what it feels like to feel good anymore so mm -hmm. they don't see the difference mm -hmm. so when I tell them oh if I eat a piece of like I don't know like more than three pieces of candy my stomach actually gets upset because it's a lot of sugar and processed shit on mm -hmm. my belly and they don't get that they're like well I can eat a whole bag well your body doesn't know what it's like to feel healthy right now it's used mm -hmm. to just lining and coating the stomach mm -hmm. with some shitty food and oils so how would you know what it feels like to feel good until you try yeah. and so once they do that then they're like oh I see it so it, it is a cycle of like okay let's work together and like not cut out everything mm -hmm. but watch what a difference of just having maybe you know adding more broccoli into your day let's have yeah. it for one meal every day or something all of a sudden your digestive system starts working they're like hey I actually go to the bathroom once a day now and I was <laughs> only going every other day like little things like that and it's true like you yeah. said the adding in is so important. I'm and telling you, you cancel out stuff. You're going to be more likely to binge after that because 100%. your body is missing that is, and is like, so used to getting that. Yeah. But I also like, so I have like a really big sweet tooth, but what I do is I just like make like 
okay, this sounds really gross, but avocado brownies. Like I do like oh, I think they're good. really good, yeah. Of like the things that I love. Mm-hmm. So I just think of it like you can still have that sweet stuff, mm-hmm. but have the healthier version of it. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's just, you know. One of my favorites lately, just to plug this, is you know the um cookie butter so mm-hmm. it's like they have biscoff cookies yeah. and they made it into a butter that it's, one's okay but it's a little grainy and sugary uh-huh. but there's speculose and they have a cookie butter version that mm-hmm. isn't as grainy it tastes so delicious so i put a scoop of that instead of just normal because normal peanut butter to some people can get boring and so this is sweeter and then i'll do like raspberries and Ooh. greek yogurt and it's such a good i combo. love really eating good. peanut butter and yogurt and berries oh mm-hmm. so there you go yeah i love it <laughs> that sounds really good but so, it feels like kind of a treat because it's yeah. a sweeter peanut butter mm-hmm. so you feel like wow this is kind of fun but it's not bad for you at all yeah. it's a great i'm getting probiotics i'm getting protein because i use like the 18 grams of protein yogurt and you know raspberries great carb like all that stuff yeah so my new thing that i love to do like i'll eat it in the morning so it's like rice cake and then like some kind of like you could do your butter mm-hmm. like some kind of um like peanut butter or nut butter and then like a little bit of honey like not a lot and then like berries or strawberries so i have like chocolate rice cakes and i do that and some strawberries and it is so good it is so good yeah so it does it get too crunchy like or does it i like that do they coincide well i I like the textures of it yeah okay because the berries right now are like a little sour oh yeah Oh. And then, like, you get a little bit of sweet with the honey, and then, like, and then the crunch. Yeah. I oh, think that sounds really good. So good. Kendall's been through it, too. You know, Kendall's oh, yeah. taught to us about hers. I mean, like I, I said, I talked to you, well, both of yeah. y'all about it. Cause y'all both, like, well, you competed. And then I asked you, like, have you gone through, like, I asked you, like, advice yeah. on, like, do you have these issues? But, like, mine was just pretty much after college, like, I stopped partying. Well, I moved back home the end of my senior year and I just stopped partying, didn't drink at all. And I was teaching kickboxing at this time. And that's like a high intensity workout already. So when you're doing it and you're teaching it to people four times a day, you are, I mean, you're getting that workout. And also I still went and worked out. So I was burning like everything that I was eating and I was, I think like around like 94 pounds and I was so, I was always sick, always tired all the time, low like libido. It was just terrible. And honestly, I didn't really realize what I was doing. I just kept doing it. And I was always just, I lost my period for a couple months, actually a whole year. Um, and it was one of those where I went and talked to my doctor. Um, well my OB, what is it? OBGYN. Yep. OBGYN. I almost said something else. <laughs> like, um, so um, I was talking to her and I just said, should I be concerned? Because like my mom, you know, is concerned and so are my friends and my boyfriend and everything. And they're saying like, you know, am I going to be able to have kids? Like that was my main concern. And, but there, you know, everybody's telling me like, Kendall, like you're not going to be able to have kids. You're not having a period, blah, blah, blah. And she basically told me, like, you know, you'll be able to get your period back. You just need to be healthier. Um, but um, pretty much with that, like, I always looked at myself and was just never satisfied. Yeah. And I just kept going. I, t- I still have the pictures, but I can't look at them just because I know that I was not happy and just tired. I would go on vacations and just, like, not get the crème brûlée that I always get now. Um, but like little stuff and I would not go to social events. I would, yeah. you know, I did lose friends because I didn't go out to things. Yep. Like, and as sad as that sounds, I mean, I didn't drink, but I mean, I just wouldn't even go to anything. So just like consumed by it. Yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it was weird. And it was just one of those things where I felt so alone, but I know I wasn't, but it was also where like my boyfriend wasn't, he was like a big part of it though, because he, never obviously never criticized but he would just like i feel like all females just think guys like that they, they don't like i'm just here to tell you they don't and i it just was one of those things like okay well what am i doing like i just what, felt so don't lost. like what do you mean like so th- like so thin, thin like it, um, but it yeah. wasn't that i was doing it for that it was just like i don't even know what i was doing it for yeah, like i was just why. lost and i would just always get comments at the gym and people would be asking if I'm prepping for a show. Like that's like the stuff that where I'm, I look at myself and I go, oh my God. Like yeah. I just was so small that 
I would get sick from like, I don't know, just get bruises super easily and just developed an eyelash. That's where I developed the eyelash reaction, which was super weird because I was getting them for like two years, okay? I was a very good lash girl. Lash sex loved me, okay? But I all of a sudden just developed an allergic reaction to the glue and I couldn't wear eyelashes anymore. Uh. And these are the only I finally found, Blinkify. Blinkify, <laughs> um, sponsor us. But um, no, that's the only glue that I am not allergic to. But yeah. I felt like I became so just, unhealthy just like i mean and i but i never realize it and, and the weird thing is that's not uncommon like to have rashes like, from not eating yeah. like you get so thin that your body has to it's now trying to fend for itself it's mm-hmm. trying to make up for it in some way so it's almost like sh- externally showing you yeah. know it's, it was just like it was scary and i but everyone said kendall you need to gain weight kendall you're so tiny mm-hmm. blah 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 like, but nah. it i was well i was still eating but it was i was burning it and yeah. I was just so tired and it was just one of those things where I would guilt trip myself if I didn't go to the gym or yeah. I mean but it was a part of my job right and then once I quit and became a paralegal I still had it though it was just one of those things where I would like binge eat. Yeah. Oh, yeah I mean yeah. that but it carried on into that because I deprived myself for so long yeah yeah so and that's what usually I feel like mm-hmm. that's how the binge eating kind of well I always I feel like I always kind of had that but I feel yeah. like it got really bad after I was done restricting mm-hmm. it was just yeah. yep really bad yeah because yeah. now you have that freedom and you're like how do I control the freedom yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and that you don't understand right. you know like you're like what do I do and it's also so good because like you've been through the too skinny phase and you've had like your fluctuation I never was able to even if I starved myself I could never drop my body weight lower than like 148 like ever since I was probably in eighth grade I'm not kidding you like my body just stayed but now I look back and I go but you were also squatting 150 pounds as a freshman in high school. What the fuck are you thinking? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, think about that. My body just had so much muscle mass. Good for me. (laughs) Like, think about that. Like, my body was like, girl, you are meant to play sports, be Mm -hmm. athletic. You have muscle mass. And I'm over here like, but I feel huge. Girl, you can squat more than half the guys in like your gym, your school, whatever. Yeah. And I'm over here complaining about it. And so it just shows like, all these differences and then you're over here like trying to gain weight you know just think about all the things your body does Mm -hmm. for you every day because like yeah like I said there are a lot of people who can't do hat like you know there are people that can't even get out of bed so it's like when you put it that way right you know like just focus on the good things rather than like oh my god my legs are huge that's what I yeah because I still you know like I get caught up in that aspect so I'm like just look like look at what they do for you in pole dancing exactly Mm -hmm. you know look what they have done for you in skating they've literally brought you all over the fucking world exactly that's yeah that's exactly so yeah i think we're in that gratitude stage of our life i think we're all like that's what's cool too is seeing our age differences now i think where we're at you know around our late 20s into Mm, the 30s i think that now where we're at we are starting to get into that not caring as much and Mm -hmm. not about ourselves but not what others think and just taking that healthy route and understand the gratitude for ourselves now mm-hmm. whereas in your mid 20 or early 20s and those times we talked about those were your times where you're still really influenced by everybody around you mm-hmm. now we're like fuck it like I'm healthy I'm pole dancing I don't care if my legs are out I feel great yeah. about them mm-hmm. you know you eat normal I know <laughs> I you're like still I really don't do. ever I don't even drink but you mean healthy but now yeah. like you eat just very I actually controlled eat. well healthy mm-hmm. you actually eat. Eat. yeah, yeah. like actually your eat. body weight's good you know <laughs> yeah. like it, it does great things for you mm-hmm. I feel like I wear shorts to the gym more than I wear leggings now more than ever and it's even days where my cellulite's still out and I'm like fuck yeah shorts just feel mm-hmm. so much better I'm like I can squat better I feel like I don't have to pull my pants up like shorts are all the way you know so mm-hmm. nice to like feel freedom exactly you, know? mm-hmm. you don't have yourself like locked in this like prison of mm-hmm. like just being so mean to yourself it's right. just crazy yeah yeah because it's way more common. And I think it's funny too, because you see girls and you're like, she can't have anything wrong with her. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. she has nothing wrong with her. Why mm-hmm. is she so perfect? Yeah. And then those girls are insecure. Everyone has their Everybody shit, is, you know? Yeah. So I guess maybe like listeners, like comment if you've had some, you, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously you, if you don't want to talk about it, but yeah. if it's nice to like hear something like this and know mm-hmm. that you're not alone, if you're going through something like this, mm-hmm. reach out, like get you some can help. DM us too, honestly. Yeah. You know, like just, it's much better when you talk about it. Yeah. yeah it honestly is. It's the same. You're not alone. Yeah. It's the same when I was going through my thyroid cancer and I posted about it. I've had 30 girls reach out to me about their thyroids and mm-hmm. just if they've had not 
modules on them and they've been able to open up because they're like my friends don't really understand because I'm going through something that they don't really get what your thyroid is or like Mm -hmm. what it's doing to me so that was amazing when I had my miscarriage I mean girls were like oh my gosh like I never talk about this stuff because it's so painful but once they did they were like wow I feel free And, and I think that's so crazy that we just hold that stuff in rather than just being like this is what happened to me. I want to talk about it. Like yeah. other people think like that or it's happened to them and it makes you feel not alone. Not alone. Yeah. You're not yeah. crazy. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm just a human. We're yeah. humans. Yeah. Thank you.